Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. So have you ever thought about what kind of relationship you have with Jesus? Like, what's your relationship status? If you, back in the day, you know, on Facebook and other social media platforms, there was a option where you could update your relationship status. And it was like the first place you went when you got a boyfriend or when you broke up. It was like where you made the announcement. You know, today people still do it on Facebook with engagements and whenever they're dating someone. But have you ever thought about what your relationship status with Jesus is? And that could sound like funny, but I was thinking about how a lot of us, if we described what our relationship was like, it would probably seem pretty dysfunctional. (laughs) We often use God as someone in our life when we need him. It's kind of like, you know, you have those friends that you call on when you're in trouble or whenever you really need even prayer or support, or maybe you need help with something. You have those maybe few people in your life that you know you can call on, but they're not necessarily maybe in your life day to day. Maybe they are, and that's great, but we have like those emergency people in our life. Like who's your emergency contact? And I think that we do that with God, but we do it in a way that it's like we only contact him when we need him. And I think how you're living says a lot about your relationship status with Jesus. If you think about your life right now, wherever you're at, like for me, I haven't done a podcast in so long. To be completely honest, I've just been focused on getting to know my new baby, Arik, and just spending time with him. That's been my priority. But I was thinking about this and I wanted to at least do just a quick podcast and share this thought with you because I've been thinking a lot about how we can have our priorities. We can have our seasons of life that we get into and we treat Jesus like he's another relationship. Like we want him when we need him, but we don't want to have to put pressure on ourselves to keep up the relationship. So, you know, we see a quote on Instagram or we hear a message snippet on social media and we think, oh, that's good. And we get like fueled up for a couple minutes or maybe a day, whatever it does for you. But we don't have that constant contact in a relationship. And so for many of us, if we were really laying out what our relationship status was with Jesus, we would probably say in a relationship, but a long distance relationship. (laughs) If you've ever been in a long distance relationship, it's not the easiest, but The thing is here, you're in a long distance relationship with someone who's literally right there. You're choosing to put the distance between you. And this is kind of like a sobering thought because we are really in control with how close we are to him. And there's so many scriptures in the Bible where God calls us closer to him. There's a scripture that says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. There's scriptures that tell us that God's close to the brokenhearted. There's so many things like that where, you know, we see that he wants to be close to us. And when we get close to him, there's certain things that happen, right? So I was just thinking about this in my own life in this season, you know, because we can get caught up in our seasons and our life. And I was thinking, you know, what's my relationship status with Jesus? Obviously, I love God. I love Jesus. But 
am I treating him like someone who I'm following? Like, am I following him somewhere? Or is he just behind me carrying my baggage when I need him to? You know, one of the things I love the most about my husband is he tries to take care of me. Well, this is one of the things. There's a lot. But um, he tries to take care of me like when we're out. Like when we have our baby, he'll like grab the baby's bag and he'll grab my purse and he'll try to grab the stroller and the car seat. And he doesn't want me to have to carry anything. And I think it's wonderful and it's so nice because he chooses to do that. But how often am I just offloading my stuff to God? And I'm like, here, take this. Oh, I had a bad day. Take this. I had, oh, I have this going on. God, take this. Oh, you know, we have the world that's freaking out right now for various amounts of reasons. God, take this. But when do you ever get a part to play in the relationship? Like, when is it your turn to actually follow him somewhere instead of just like thinking about like even the season of the world there's so many people that are more depressed than ever more lonely than ever more isolated than ever some of it is our choice some of it is the world the regulations that are happening in different states and different countries but if you think about it like how often are we isolating ourselves from god because of our priorities because of what's important to us right then but yet we want him to be there for us when something goes wrong we want him to take our burdens when they're too heavy for us to carry and of course he will because he loves you but I don't think that God just wants that kind of relationship with us I think he wants to be close to us all the time I think he wants us to actually follow him into something so thinking about like I've said multiple times, even the season that we're in, there's a lot you can follow into. Like you could follow the news into panic. You could follow people's viewpoints on the virus or masks or racial injustice into panic or fear. You could think that we're living in the craziest times that the world's ever seen. Well, I'll just tell you, I'm pretty sure every generation has felt that at one point or another, that they were facing unprecedented times, that they were dealing with something that no one else has ever dealt with before. And I think every generation has their own battle. I think that every uh, group of people in your circles, in your own socioeconomic situation, we all have our own things that we're going to deal with. But The key point here is that we have the same God that loves us. We have the same God that cares for us, that is there for us, that is on our side. And how often are we just putting our issues before him, but not actually having a relationship or following him into health? Like, so instead of going to the word of God, instead of getting God's perspective, we're listening to our favorite pundit. We're listening to our favorite news station. We're listening to you know, the, the social media influencer that we are the most inclined to listen to. We go to the voices that we want to hear that are going to validate our worldview and our viewpoint instead of going to the word of God, instead of immersing ourselves into that relationship that's the most important relationship and getting his perspective. So therefore, we are living freaked out, most of us are living stressed out, We're living in a world where we're waiting for someone to tell us when we can go back to normal, quote unquote, and people say this is the new normal. 
let me just tell you something. God knew exactly what was going to happen in the world this year, 2020. He knew exactly what's going to happen moving forward. So wouldn't you want to follow someone who knows where they're going instead of just picking up a bunch of baggage along the way and going, oh, shoot, like bought this, don't need it. Oh, pick that up. Don't need it. God, can you take this for me? And he's just following behind you like a, like a bag boy <laughs> holding all your, your baggage. No, I want the kind of relationship with God that it's not at a distance, that it's not just when it's convenient, that I'm actually following him into health, following him into wholeness, following him in this season, not just looking for, you know, which political party is going to have my viewpoint or validate my conviction. Like I'm going to look to God and yes, do the best with what I've been given to you know, be a good American and all this kind of stuff. But all I'm saying is that I'm not going to listen to some human on where I should stay in my thought process, in my emotions, in my life. I'm not going to let the news or anything else panic or fear dictate how I'm operating in my life. I'm not going to sit there and freak out on other people because they don't agree with me. I'm going to follow God. I'm going to find a way to win in my life. And I'm going to do my best, which is not always easy to love people when they're difficult along the way. But the whole point here that I just want to bring it back to is where are you today? What is your relationship status with Jesus? If you were to update something, if someone was to look inside of your life and how you're operating, would the fruit of your life show that you are close to God? I would say a lot of times Christians, they call themselves Christians, you know, even for me in different seasons, I've struggled with some of this where it's like, yes, I believe in God, but my life doesn't always reflect all the things I want it to because I'm in process and I need him to help me. But how often are we just living by default and we wonder why we have anxiety? We wonder why we're depressed. We wonder why our world feels so unstable and unsure. And it's because our foundation is not in who God is. It's not in following him. It's in listening to the loudest voice. Well, let me just tell you something. The loudest voice is usually never right. The Bible describes God's voice as a still small voice. So what does that mean? It means we're going to have to be intentional to actually listen. You can't just talk over God, talk over, you know, what you think and, and how you think the world is and feel justified in it and think that that's the word of God or the way of God. No, to hear from God, you actually have to listen. A lot of times we do a lot more talking to God than we do listening to him. And therefore our perspectives are not led. Instead, they're felt. We feel our way into an action. We feel our way into a decision. We feel our way into a judgment. We feel our way into a lifestyle. We feel our way into relationships. And somehow we end up blaming God for what's not going right, even though we never gave it to him in the first place. We never followed him. We never were following his lead into something. We made our own mess. And then we're like, God, fix it. And why did you let this happen? doesn't quite make sense. But as a Christian, we see this cycle over and over again in our lives. We use, we use God in our life. Like we use him instead of actually realizing that he 
wants a relationship with you. He wants you to have an actual connection with him. Not just go to church on Sunday, listen to a podcast, listen to a message, look at a scripture, have something pop up on your screen and be like, oh, that makes me feel good. Being in a relationship with God, it doesn't always feel good because he corrects those that he loves. So there's seasons of my life where God's correcting me. There's there's situations and, and uh, areas of my life and heart and mind that God corrects me because he loves me. And it doesn't always feel good. And it's not always like, oh, this is so fulfilling. But guess what happens? Whenever the Holy Spirit comes, it says in the Bible that he's our helper. When the Holy Spirit comes and he helps us in our weakness, when when he brings God's strength into our weakness. It says that God's power is made perfect. So what that means is where you're not able to make it happen, when you give that to God, when you actually follow him into something, when you actually let him lead your life, where you're weak, it actually doesn't eliminate you. It doesn't keep you from something because my weakness will keep me from a lot of the good and God things that he has for me. But whenever I give my weakness to God, I actually am able to get more than I could ever have on my own because it's actually based on the power and the perfection of God, not on who I am. And just to like in this thought, I just, I really want to challenge you as I'm challenging myself in my new season, finding my new rhythm. And a lot of you guys might find yourself in the season where you're finding a new rhythm, you're finding a new focus, you're figuring out how to do life when the world is kind of at a standstill and then on the other side also kind of maybe going insane and people are fighting for things that matter and then there's also fights that are happening along the way that are idle and they don't matter. But alongside of all of that, instead of listening to other voices, instead of following your own emotions, Let's think about our relationship status with God. Where are you at with him today? Do you know him? Are you playing the role of a Christian? Do you call yourself a Christian because you believe in God? Or are you actually living a life of relationship with him? Because the only difference in being a Christian and religion is being a Christian is actually having a relationship. It's not a religion. It's a way of life. It's who you are. It's not, I'm not following these little rules and regulations that I have to do to be good with God. No, he loves me. Even when I'm not good, he's still good. When I don't love him, he still loves me, but he just wants me to love him back. I love that we have a God like that. He, he wants us to, to be our best, to do our best. But even when we don't, he's there to help pick us up when we come to him. So today you know, you may consider yourself not a religious person. I'm not a religious person either. But if there's one thing I've learned in my almost 32 years of life, it's that God just wants me to be in his life. He wants a real relationship with me. He wants a real relationship with you. So today, don't just use him like a bag boy or someone who's going to pick up your garbage as you go and clean it up behind you. But why don't we actually follow him into our way of thinking, follow him into our way of being, follow him into our way of living. Instead of letting what's happening in the world, happening in America, happening in our relationships dictate how we are. This is something that's not easy. It's a process. It's a daily thing to go like, God, my relationship with you and what you say is more important than what I feel. 
God, your relation, my relationship with you and what you say is more important than what I see. It's, it's a challenge to get past how you grew up or, or how you see things or what you've experienced because his kingdom is above all of that. So it's in the Bible, it says his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. So God's always trying to get us to come up higher to follow him, but we have to actually follow him up there. We can't get there on our own. So today, check your relationship status. Hopefully like me, you're challenged to not just make it a long distance relationship that's struggling, but you're actually standing in a place where you go, God, I want to follow you here. I want to follow you in this situation instead of just making it on my own. A lot of us try to make it on our own and it's not working out very well. The answer to that is if you love God, hopefully you know he loves you and he wants you to win. So follow him. Don't just do what you want. Don't just do what you feel. He's not going to keep you locked down in something where you don't want to be He knows what's in your heart better than you know what's in your heart. He wants the best for you more than even you want the best for you. But sometimes his ways of getting us to where we need to be don't look like the most convenient and they don't look like the most exciting. But it's interesting how when you submit to where he's taking you, you get where he's trying to get you and where you want to go a lot faster and without as much heartache, without as much issues, without as much baggage. And when you follow him, you realize as you look back, the only thing behind you is a testimony, not baggage, not issues. It's stuff that people can actually follow to victory. And your life, instead of looking like a mess, it becomes a message that other people can watch and follow and listen to to find God themselves. So today, think about that. What's your relationship status with Jesus? Hopefully, you make the choice over and over like I am to just go, God, I want to be closer to you. And it's as simple as that. So today, if you're listening and this resonates with you, just say that. Say out loud, God, I want to be closer to you. And it's as simple as that. You don't have to do some magic trick. Don't have to bow down at a certain time of the day and pray a million times and hold beads. You just have to say out loud, God, I want to be closer to you. That's how relationship works with him. So I hope you have a great day. I hope this encouraged you. I know it's a short one, but I wanted to get back and I just wanted to talk about something real because there's a lot happening in the world and the only answer to all of this stuff is Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at keelacraftambrose.com.